Dad's on stake. That's what I don't. Uh, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. What I'm trying to get at, guys, is I recently quit sugar, and I'm upset at stuff. Just everything. Everything's making me angry. Nestle, I like. I'm just angry at them because I wish I had a candy bar right now. That's what it means. Nestle. Hmm. I want to work anything else. That's pretty. I got to honk. Well, no, hold on. I'll turn my page really slow before you guys start ridiculing me. Abortion. Don't know what I had about that. Tanya Harding. That's an outdated reference. Okay. All right. Let's fire it up. Fire at me. That wasn't really a joke. So that was rants. What do you guys got? Does that, does that mean you want comments now? Yeah, comment. Oh, okay, how about everybody clap for Ethan Albers? Yay! I am really good. Thank you. I'm great. I'm great. I, I, was I think the anger is your secret weapon. Right now on the um, panel, we have Timothy Pizza and Jason Bomforth. I just thought uh, it's it's going it's got legs, man. It just needs a little bit of structure. Yeah. A couple more times, and it'll it'll be a solid bit. Cause the especially like when you stop and call out a public service announcement, that's that's funny. Because um, it's really interesting. You get into it, and it's not like a normal comic bit, but then you kind of turn, then you kind of flip the switch on. Yeah, it's it. kind of like it's, it's ADD. That's just me rambling. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just think a couple more times it'll be solid. Oh, yeah, I like tying yeah, it back. I think sugar. This, is the, this is the second time I've heard it. Yeah, it's 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 sound better. Oh, that's right. You heard it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I got a fan in the audience right here. Tempe. <laughs> Always a fan. Love love Ethan Alberts. <laughs> Talk to me. Who else? Right. Just style tips. Just give me right. anything. So when you were talking about putting the like CEOs' heads on stakes and stuff, I was picturing like a press conference with all the CEOs, like the previous CEOs with heads on the stakes, just hanging in the back or mounted on a wall or something. Yeah. And you were talking about how like they don't learn, and then you could just have like the progressive learning curve going up by just showing all the previous CEOs in the press statement. They could just be sitting there looking at it like. Do oh, I, I like want to? Do I want to end up like Steve over there? Because I think I'm just about to sound like him. Something like that. It, uh, a Game of Thrones reference wouldn't hurt you. Never saw Game of Thrones. Not interested in it. Oh, okay. There's a. They put everybody's heads on stakes a bunch of times. Just if you wanted, if you if you threw in a tag about Game of Thrones, even if you don't understand it, you'll get a laugh. Yeah, but I'd be lying. You would be lying. Yes. My comedy's Great. truth, man. I'm up here about <laughs> truth. Love the truth. <laughs> It's like somebody recently told me I should make a reference about growing up in the house, no walls, uh, and make a Twin Peaks reference. And they're like, oh, it'd be really funny. I'm like, that's good. A fucking show from the early 90s that like nine people saw. I watched it. I would get the reference. You're one of nine. There's I, eight I other would, people out and there. And I would laugh my ass off. You'd get me. You, you repeated uh, the heads on stakes. Uh-huh. Maybe start with like, they need a, a public ass beating. And then keep going and just to get more ridiculous because like you're, you have this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good, it's good, it's good material and yeah, fuck yeah. Oh. and all that and just have it keep getting perpetually worse and yeah. just like and then, no, you know what? Fucking assholes on display. It's going in and out. No, I like. Uh, I'm talking to him. No, I like that. I, I do like that too. It's kind of a. What you could do is when you say steak, heads on steaks, you could be like, no, 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 that's fucked up. Taxidermy or like something like that. Like something like reverse it. Taxidermy, that's funny. Taxidermy, sexy. That's classy too. Like the heads on the wall. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Then you could look at them like the animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
I, I, was, I did that yesterday. I was trying to work that back in. Yes, from the back, Jake Jet or Jet Black. What if they made like one of those hollow fucking, you know, like Easter Bunny dolls out of him? You know what I mean? <laughs> that, oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, this is a Swedish band made out of chocolate that we killed. I, I just wanted to say that this is the second week that you've talked about killing people and stared me in the eyes. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know whether well, there's something to that. Well, Ed, 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 first off, you have big eyes to stare at. Big beautiful eyes. Second, uh, I, I was quitting sugar last week too, so it just progressively got worse. Next week, I'm gonna bring some up on stage and shoot him in the head and make eye contact with you. That's what I'm gonna do. Just a small child. It'll be like Gallagher. You can give everybody in the front row on this. Yeah, yeah. Hey everybody, clap it up for the Splash Zone. It's Ethan Albers. Yay! Flash Zone, right up there in front. Uh, our next comedian runs an amazing show here on Sundays from 4 to 6. It's the 10-minute open mic with your next comedian, Timothy Pizza. Yay! Uh, this is a great opener to a room full of dudes, but hey, who gets periods? Yeah! Yeah, yeah they're fucking crazy, man. Uh... I, I live with five girls in college, and um, their periods all synced up together. And I was like, that's fucking beautiful. That's nature. That's life right there. That's fucking gorgeous. Um, and I never really understood how beautiful it was uh, until I got um, a guy friend of mine. He calls me every time I'm pooping. <laughs> we're fucking, we're, we're tide-locked. We're earth and moon. We are fucking yin and yang. I mean, nature is a fucking gorgeous thing. Give her a look at, like, a brand new mom and her newborn baby and wonder what position she was in when the jizz took. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nature, nature is, is a fucking gorgeous thing. Everybody's, you know, trying, dating, making things happen, trying to, trying to do things. I want to I wanna date and I want to make it responsible. I want to make an app where you can type in all the STDs that you have and check boxes. You can check them all off. And then as you get STDs, you can add more. If you, you know, get rid of them, you can check them off, take it away, but... How does that opening line go? Hey, baby. Let's do this. It's civil us, not civil you. Aww. Or say like you're cooked out and you want to fuck a 10. Like, you want to fuck a really hot dude or a really hot chick, whatever you're into. And you're like, oh, yeah, I really want to fuck a 10. So you go on there and you check crabs and you look for all the really hot people with crabs. You're like, I could get crabs. I could get rid of crabs. You know, I'll, I'll do that. I'm really horny. I'll take crabs. How's that opening line go? Hey, baby, let's do this. Don't be shellfish. <laughs> Awful, I know, I'm sorry. Um, there's this fucking app out here, uh, this dating one, where you, uh, it's called It's Just Lunch. You pay like $3,000 for six months of it. And it fucking pisses me off to no goddamn end because it weeds out everybody in this fucking room. It's only so the white rich elite can date the white rich elite. And I wish I had the fucking money to join it for a month because I would give an It's Just Lunch girl the weirdest date she has ever had in her entire life. I'd go to fucking Baby Gap and I'd buy some sweatpants for a fucking two-year-old and I'd eat like five Viagra so I had the most raging hard-on through a pair of little kids' sweatpants. 
And I would find a Ninja Turtles shirt from 92 that was just absolutely disgusting with my fucking belly hanging out of it. I would melt a Snickers bar on my face in the sun for three hours before the fucking date. And when they brought caviar to the table, I would wipe it onto the bread with my fucking car keys. I'd order a dozen lobster, and if the waiter came to the table, I'd slap him across the fucking face with the lobster. Um, you know, the girl would probably just think I was some rich, eccentric weirdo, but you know, it's just lunch. It's just <laughs> lunch, you guys. It's just fucking lunch. Um, back on the nature thing, uh, I think we can learn a lot about nature. Like, I'm trying to find new ways to calm down all the time, and I found out by studying turtles, uh, you can really calm down. They're a very calm animal. Like, you never see a turtle fucking flip over his table and start choking his wife. <laughs> They internalize everything. <laughs> they go inside their little shell and they punch stuff. Um, let's see here. I got a minute left. I got, I'm trying to work out. I, don't, I, I have no premise for this joke. Maybe you guys can help me out. Um, all I got is a punch. Uh, fireball uh, is a very... You know, people make me drink Fireball all the fucking time. And uh, it's fucking disgusting and I hate it. And I've decided that uh, Fireball tastes like a fist fight with a stripper. Uh, that's all I wanted to work out. Cool. Timothy Pizza. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so we need some people on the panel. Looks like Jason Bomfort's up there, and one more person pick up from the back. Yo, Avery, you got any notes? Yeah. What about Bodie? You got any notes? Bodie, jump up to him. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, I know you got something. <laughs> I've actually got something for the fireball. So you were saying how it tastes like getting into a fight with a stripper. And yeah. And say it's like from personal experience because the last time I got blasted on fireball, I did get into a fight with a stripper. Nice. Um, and um, also more puns. Those were fucking hilarious. Thanks. I try not to do I try, a lot of puns are a weird game because you can get really cheesy really quick. Right. But so uh, I try to make them weird. Your, uh, STD website hepatitis A B U me. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. And on that joke, I would switch them. I would say, it's not syphil you, it's syphil us. Oh, okay. I just switch them because it's the other, it's more punchy that way. The other way, syphil oh, us, good. not syphil you. Oh, and what about the uh, one-liner I threw in there uh, about wondering what position the newborn that's, baby's mom was in? That's a really good joke. Keeper. I think we all yeah. laughed okay, at that. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll keep that. Are you going to do cheese songs tonight at Doc's Lab? Should I? I love your cheese yeah. songs. Okay, yeah, I'll do some cheese songs. Okay, cool. Cool. I, I think that the joke with uh, ordering lobster, like 20 lob, 12 lobsters, you, you should uh, just cut that part down to instead of ordering 12 lobsters, I ordered just one lobster. And it's so that I could call the waiter back so I can slap him with it. it, it I feel like that joke doesn't have a solid punch. It's just weird and it's funny while I'm telling it, but there's no real end to it. But I still, it still gets laughs, so well, I keep yeah. doing it, it. It's just lunch is your, is your, is your, is your end. I mean, yeah. that's your. Yeah. And it, and it, it it's cute because it's built in and, and it's just lunch. It's not really a callback. It's kind of close, though. Yeah. I, um, I was going to say, I, I didn't think uh, that had like a solid enough punch. Um, but like it should be um, like what, like maybe she becomes attracted to you because you're this eccentric person who. She thinks might possibly be rich, right? You know, or, or something, something like that. There has to be some sort of like turn there on the logic. Like you're doing all this crazy shit. What's she doing? What's the reaction of like the waiter? Right. She like, thinks I'm rich because I'm spending all this money, but in reality, I'm just blowing my inheritance. Right. Yeah. Have have like a, a like a black card that you cut out of cardboard, but just pay everything in cash or something like that. Nice. Have wads of hundreds. 
Yeah, with the with the fireball one, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could take it. This isn't like necessarily a great setup, but if you wanted to turn it into some whole thing about like disingenuous marketing and talking about people marketing fireball as this like cool, classy, fun drink, then I think it kind of sets it up. Oh, you d- yeah. I think you'd need more. I don't think then the joke would be over, but you could definitely keep down that path. Or, you know, I could work. even, you know, talking about the girl that I'm on a date with, I could be like, oh, yeah, and she probably drinks fucking Fireball because she's a blah, blah, blah. She tastes like a fist fight with a stripper, then just keep going on with the joke. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's a great throw in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a good Yeah. 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 Uh, anybody else? So you're, you're advocating yes on Fireball? Uh, no, no, not at all. No, no. I hate, I hate that stuff. No on fire. But I love fist fighting strippers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but you're pro that. You're yeah, pro yeah. hitting women. I'm, I'm, pro, I'm not a misogynist, but I will sock a stripper. <laughs> I had one last note, which was uh, your first joke, um, the periods one. Yeah. Uh, just the la- like, I think that's funny, but I think the last line went too quick. So you're like, my first time I experienced with this was when I had a guy who called me when I, every time I poop. Yeah. If, but if you give like a pause in between, it was like my first experience with this was when, and then say the line. Which, I just think I, it, I, it hides it better. Oh, okay. Is it moon pooping or tide yeah, switching? Yeah. What did you call yeah, it? Yeah, actually. Tide blocked. Because like the moon and the earth are tide locked. Tide, tide locked. It actually yeah. might be funnier if you set it up. Where you bring it, you make it about yourself first, about how every time your buddy calls you, he, you're on a shitter. So you guys just turns and then hit it from the angle of we're like, we're like our cycles are synced. Are synced. Because most people, every, every, yeah, the male version of that. So it doesn't sound chauvinistic at all. Oh, I see. I like the opener of who who gets periods. Like the first thing I say on stage. That always gets a weird. Yeah, but you're gonna, you're gonna kind of isolate righteously fucking. But you could do it the opposite way, right? You could go on stage and be like, so who here has a friend that calls them every time they poop? Yeah, that's true. And that's true. Uh, you could also add in, like, maybe your friend's taking a dump while he's calling you. Right. So, so you can actually make it to where it's actually like you two are or, on the same cycle. Yeah. Right, or right, right, throw right. in the fact that maybe he FaceTimes you. <laughs> yeah. Periscope. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So what if it was like... Uh, like the fireball thing. What if it was like um, drinking fireballs, like punching a stripper in the face? <laughs> but then it was like, no, 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 a male stripper. Nice. You know what I mean? Because then it like sets up the context for like, how the fuck did you get in a fight? Mm-hmm. Like, why were you around male strippers? And then, I don't know. Like, you could just yeah. go so many I'll different ways. Uh, I just look like that kind of dude. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. All right, everybody, put your hands together for that kind of dude, Timothy Pizza. Yay. Uh, your next comedian is, uh, he is one of the big up-and-comers here in the San Francisco. He wins all these competitions and great stuff. You can see him all over town. I don't know, are you on Doc's Lab tonight, too? Yeah. Yeah, they all are. Uh, hey, guys, put your hands together. The very funny Joey Avery. All right. Yo, so who here gets periods? <laughs> Yo, who bleeds out they box? Um, <laughs> there's no way that works in San Francisco. Uh, I don't know. Be proud of it. Who gets unique? I don't bleed out my dick usually. Um, <laughs> this, yeah, I don't know, guys. I've been thinking about what I really want 
just out of life. And I think the thing that I want to be able to say to my friends when I'm talking to them, they ask me how I am. I just want to look my friends in the eye and say, hey, I'm happy. That's all I really care about. But it's funny to me because it's the last thing I want people to say about me behind my back. <laughs> because if that's what people are saying, I'll know I haven't achieved shit. <laughs> Okay, because if I'm doing cool stuff and people are like, oh, how's Joey? They'll be like, he made it. He's touring. It's awesome. If they're like, well, he's happy, <laughs> you'll know I'm selling horsehair candles at a fish concert. <laughs> okay? With my tie-dye sidekick dog. All right? And I will be happy, but eventually I'll be sad because no one likes old hippies. It's just true. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting thing to think about. Because it's like, it's not, a, it's not a huge accomplishment to some people if you say someone's happy. It's like when you say someone's nice. Like if someone comes to dinner and they leave the table and you're like, what'd you think of Jeff? And someone's like, well, he's nice. It's like, okay, I know you didn't think he was attractive, intelligent, or interesting, uh, but I guess nice will work. For some reason, those are common denominators, but happiness is a really hard thing to achieve. I mean, very successful people don't always achieve that. I mean, look at a guy like Bill Cosby. He had to work really, really hard to try and be happy. I mean, he required an unrealistic amount to be happy. I don't think I'm gonna leave that in the joke. <laughs> it's just an interesting thought about what it really requires to be happy. Fuck. I don't know. I guess it requires, I mean, success I don't think is enough. Like, you have to have a certain perspective. Like, I think about, like, I'm a pretty positive person. I think that helps me in trying to tell people that I'm a happy person. Like, I'll give you an example. There was a guy I went to college with who's gorgeous, okay? He's Nigerian, perfect black skin tone, gorgeous man. He's become a print model, okay? Before I met my girlfriend, he was with her. How does this tie in? At the job that I have, I go to lunch with a couple of my coworkers. We're standing across from Equinox, the most gorgeous, expensive gym in San Francisco, and there is a 90-foot billboard with him naked dipping into an ice bath. So I grab my coworker and I point at this, and I'm like, see that guy up there? That guy fucked my girlfriend. <laughs> A pessimist would stop there. But in my mind, this is version 2.0, okay? I'm the upgrade on that nice piece of dark chocolate, all right? Are you kidding me? That makes me feel good. <laughs> Even though she probably downgraded. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You got to figure out the things that will make you happy. Like I, you know, When I'm at work, sometimes I'm bored. And uh, when I'm bored, I'll pull out my phone and be like, you know, I'll see what my friends are up to. I'll pull up social media thinking, hey, that's going to make me happy. Not true. Because what I realized is when you pull up social media, you are at the low point, okay, of your boredom as a human being. You're not doing shit. And all you're looking at is your friends at the peak of the excitement that they've had in the last year. Thank you. And that... <laughs> That would make me sad, except for the fact that I'm, I'm in, in development of a new app, okay, that's called an anti-social network, all right? And what it does is every time, post a, every time someone posts a picture to social media, 
All right, their phone, unbeknownst to them, automatically takes a photo of them in that moment and actually uploads it to social media. So you see what the fuck's really going on. You can keep your perspective and stay happy. I don't have to be like, fuck, I'm at work. Steve's in Machu Picchu with his super hot girlfriend. I can realize, thanks to my new network, okay, that it's 3 o'clock on a Tuesday and Steve's wearing sweatpants with a cum stain on him. All right? <laughs> fuck you, Steve. I know what's going on. You're just sad and looking to collect some hearts from your weird ancient acquaintances. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. That's all I got. Joey Avery. First question, leave Cosby in that joke. Yeah. yeah that. Just, no, whatever anybody tells you, just, he stays. It always seems like whenever, I've said that a few times, and like, it always gets the crowd to this like, uh-huh. But it, there's never any moment. That's the best chaos. part of the joke. Yeah, I guess. Well, when, when you're talking about Bill Cosby, you could, you know, you're talking about how he needed exorbitant amounts of extra something to be happy. Yeah. Make it something like chloroform or something dark. Like, oh, either, right. like, go, go for broke on the dark with it and, you know, talk about how he was a happy guy. Or you can even go, like, you know, an exorbitant amount of sweaters or something. Because that dude right. had a lot of sweaters. Stupid yeah. amounts of sweaters. Yeah. You could use the, the, Bill Cosby as like a anti-punchline where it just stops people in the place and then just move on to something else. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. But just do like a quick Cosby joke. Yeah. yeah. Am I having a photo shoot right now? Apparently. So. <laughs> they're they're going to put you on a billboard in Joy. the middle of Civic Oh, yeah. So nice. I had one comment on the uh, Cosby joke as well, actually. I was going to say, yeah, that it got real fucking dark there in the middle. Yeah. And I see, yeah, where people are like, okay, first of all, I think that this whole joke is fucking great. And uh, you're going to have to realize that you're talking to people who are searching for happiness themselves, right? Right. Which is the perfect audience, which is every comedy audience ever. Right. Um, but yeah, that Bill Cosby, like, I was thinking maybe he had to spend so much to get quaaludes, like how much do quaaludes cost? You know, he had to hawk pudding pops just to satiate his lust. Um <laughs> Was exactly where I got to with that, and and that's what I'm saying is like you. I think the only punchlines there are dark punchlines. Right. He's and, a pretty dark man too. He's pretty dark. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty, he is. He is an awful dark guy himself. <laughs> but and so it's like unless you have a big punchline uh, or you write something that makes it a lot happier really right. quick, I would say get rid of it. What about like he was living his dream or he was awake. While someone else was dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> he was living his dream, their nightmare. Oh, oh, oh real dark. Oh. I don't even know if you yeah. need... Well, you could also substitute, because everyone's favorite punching bag right now is Donald Trump, mm -hmm. and he's dating someone who's old enough to be his daughter. So yeah. you could probably work something in with that about happiness, because either he's going to run the country, or at least he's still going to have someone to call him daddy. Right. I thought the first, the, like your premise was was great about how you don't want to be remembered as the happy guy because of how like that's the you, so you go right, that's that's mm. good. you can go off from that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Do more like more analogies and metaphors where like yeah, yeah. being nice, you yeah. don't want to be like that. Yeah, nice. Oh, she was nice. Yeah, she's a really nice girl. Oh, so she's fat and ugly. You know, yeah. like this. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much more you can even build yeah. off of that. I don't even know if you need Cosby because you seems like you can just keep rolling off of that. It's a great. That's a great joke. That's a great. Cool. That's good stuff. I like it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yay!
Joey Avery. Hey, everybody's going to Doc's Lab. It's a great room uh, out there on Columbus. Bye. Have a great show. Uh, I get to be on it next week, so yay. Uh, your next comedian is a very funny guy, and um, last week we told him to slow down, so we'll see what he does. It's you, Sanj. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Sanj. Noah. Yay! <laughs> I was watching TV the other day. I was watching TV the other day and I saw the Hunger Games. Isn't that slightly offensive to Africans? You know, like Hunger Games. You think this is a motherfucking game? No, hold on, fuck. I messed up the accent, goddammit. Let me do it again. You think this, you think this is a fucking game? I've been eating dead for three days. I ran out of zebra. Look at me. Look at me, Iris. I'm the captain now. All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm, a vi I'm, a <laughs> I'm a visual learner, so uh, I'm stupid. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone smart say they're a visual learner? Like, it's never like, Bob, you did so well on the test. It's like, yeah, I'm a visual learner. No, it's like, Bob, you fucking failed the last two midterms, dude. It's like, yeah, well, I'm a visual learner. <laughs> were those tests auditory? No, they were visual. So your point is no. Wait, what? Can you draw it for me? Wait, what? Uh, what else? Oh, homeless people have great race relations. That's what I noticed. You know, you see black and white walking down the street together, you know? In the winter, they hug each other for warmth. Uh, straight up, man. The white guys get really into it. They all have dreadlocks, listening to reggae music. Like, if you're white, I'm going to tell you right now. If you become homeless, you will become a Rastafarian. Like, 100%, you know? The only people who are not involved in that are the Asians. Like, they're, off, they're lone wolves, man, when it comes to homelessness. Uh, you just give them a plastic bag and they go, you know? Like, uh, people complain. You know, Mexicans are taking all the jobs. Old Asian ladies have garbage men shitting in their pants, man. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> like, fucking at the union meeting. All right, boys, we have three things to take care of. Budget cuts, layoffs, and those bitches in Chinatown. God damn it. <laughs> crazy or maybe I'm wrong maybe they're not doing it for uh, maybe they're not taking anyone's jobs you know maybe old Asian ladies are doing it for exercise like they, they pick them up in the day and put them back at night like we don't fucking know man so they stay so young you know you ever seen a 70 year old Asian lady you guys seen that 70 year old Asian she's fucking 200 all right she looks great she looks great uh, uh, I'm a, a lot of people say I'm a hipster because I have terrible fashion sense and uh, I like to argue with people I'm not a hipster though. You know, I hate hipsters. You just hate us because we're different. No, I hate you because you're retarded, all right? Just wearing like capri pants, you know, smoking a vape in the shape of a pipe. You know, you look like Sherlock Holmes but smell like Willy Wonka. It's crazy, man. I have two words for you, Sanj. Existentialism. That's one word, Paul. Well, I think it should be two. No, I think that all hipsters secretly wish they could go back to being normal but they're too afraid to admit it. You know, like they all have that moment, like, like the middle of July. You know, they have the moment when they realize, like, what the fuck am I really doing right now? You know, like the middle of July, walking down the street, and, uh, you know, the ground is hot as fuck. They just look down and see the third-degree burns on their feet. You know, like, why the fuck don't I own shoes? I <laughs> There's no good reason for this. Uh, what will I leave you with? What will I leave you with? Oh, uh, I'm sure some of you guys have been cheated on. I've been cheated on. You know, it's not a good experience, especially when they act like they're the victim. You know, they're telling, like you ask them what happened, they just tell it like they're, it's a fucking Vietnam War story. 
you know. I don't remember what happened. I mean, I was just sitting there and uh, I pushed back the leaves. I yelled out Charlie because his name was Charlie. And uh, then a gun went off and everything went blurry. It's like, so you got PTSD from sucking dick? Is that what you're telling me? Damn, that must have been a scary dick. My condolences. I don't know. I don't know. I have a question, though. Speaking of which, uh, does everything Leonardo DiCaprio eat taste like Martin Scorsese's dick? <laughs> Hold on. All right, I'll finish on that. Thank All you. Right. Sanj. Yeah? I, I like that. I like that last joke. I thought that was funny. Yeah, me too. Okay. Is there anyone I could replace it with that's even more pertinent than those but two guys? Leonardo DiCaprio... Okay, so that wa- that world that wa- wa- work, whatever that movie was, that horrible movie, The Wall Street, it was three hours too long, yeah. and it was all because they all their egos are so great. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, you've got to have him sucking the dick. It's fine. Okay, it's a terrible, terrible movie, and and they won so many awards for it. It just makes me angry. That's why okay. I like that. Seth Rogen and James Franco. Seth Rogen, James Franco. But with what director? But what is the who's given who the roles? Isn't Evan Goldberg just giving them both the roles? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No one knows who Evan Goldberg. I need someone who's giving someone roles, and that's the only roles he's getting. Right. And Leonardo DiCaprio, he gets some other roles. So I, but it's mostly Martin Scorsese. I mean, I I think I yeah. Kevin Costner and Kevin Costner. <laughs> that's kind of kind of dated though. <laughs> okay. A little dated. All right. Uh, he's been any, in a movie in a long time, has he? Any other comments? Oh, yeah. Um, with the visual learner thing, I thought what you were going to say is I'm a visual learner. The, ba- the problem is I have bad vision. Okay. Um, so like a pun kind of. Well, and yeah. also, I, I, I haven't really heard that stereotype as much. So unless you, like, clarify it as, like, you have bad vision. Okay. You know. But, oh, the other thing is I like the, the old ladies being a competition for garbage men and I would, I would maybe just bring up real quick maybe even as an intro but the whole uber thing and taxi to intro because it's really timely and it's a big thing and like you never think about that it's always startup versus big mm. union i think that's really cool and then you could also have a couple other examples because okay it's a so like uber is taking jobs from pakistanis or something like that yeah okay uh, when it comes to your hipster joke, I like it, but I think if you reordered it, um, you know, where you're talking shit about all the hipsters, right? And then you go, yeah, but my friends called me a hipster, but I hated hipsters before it was cool. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, the re- saying retarded doesn't really help you that much. Okay. Right. I mean, I think that there can be more creative. Uh, once you get into the culottes thing, I think that's really funny. The cool, uh, culottes. You describe their pants, the culottes. Oh, okay. And I've seen them with the rolled up pants and they look just stupid. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Can I even tell that joke in uh, San Francisco crowds? Where yeah, yeah, everybody hates hipsters. Yeah, everyone hates hipsters. That's a universal. Yeah. Okay. Everyone is a hipster. Everyone hates. And the funny thing is, like, <laughs> I'm too old to be a laugh hipster. at that joke, Speak thinking yourself. you're not talking about them. Yeah, that's, that's the funny. Right? It's, it's not me. I'm not that hipster. <laughs> all right, all right. Any more? Oh that's yeah, I, I had yeah. two things. One was um, in the visual learner joke. There's just a little, there's a couple lines at the very end that are unnecessary. Okay. Like your point is null and uh, there, there was a couple just li- lines there that they, they don't build toward a punchline so you could probably just get rid of them. Uh, and the second was, um, you say I don't know sometimes at the end of your jokes. Um, and that's like a verbal tick. You should eliminate that. Okay. But other right. than that, it was really good set. I thought everything uh, was funny. For the visual learner thing at the end, I want to do something where I say he can't understand me unless I draw him a picture. How do I get that in there with as few lines as possible? Pictionary. Pictionary. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, uh, as far as the visual learner joke uh, with
with his suggestion. Uh, <clears throat> when you're doing the bit where you're talking to the guy, you just ask him, hey, uh, you're, you're a visual learner. What happened to your glasses? Okay. Or the fucker could be blind. Like, I'm a visual <laughs> learner. Motherfucker, you're blind. All right. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yay, Sanjay! All right, uh, he's back from his triumphant return in the fields uh, and the hinterlands of farming. Uh, he's back with us, yay, for his comedy. Put your hands together. Everybody, it's Bodie Lane. the sticks uh, uh, yeah I was uh, just been growing growing medical strawberries for everybody <laughs> medical strawberries up in Mendocino for everybody it's harvest season so a lot of people don't like we were just talking outside earlier about like I have a lot of friends you know I'm 39 years old and I have a lot of friends who work professionally in San Francisco and they always are like yeah but you don't have like a real job and um just try growing fucking marijuana for a month of your fucking life. You will like, you'll either never smoke it a fucking again ever, or you'll realize like, holy shit, this is farming. Like, <laughs> farming sucks. No one wants to be a farmer, ever. Like, that's, yeah, okay, we'll move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> Football season, guys. Yeah. I have like one, just one word of advice for anybody that if you're a sports fan in here, or if you know sports fans, just pass on uh, the advice I'm telling everybody right now, which is chill, chill the fuck out. <laughs> just, just, uh, just realize that it's, you know, it's, it's a fucking game. Children play it, and uh, don't get too excited about it. Uh, I feel like one of the problems with uh, sports right now is, uh, especially with football, uh, football's really good at marketing to everybody. Like they have the pink jerseys now, like that get women interested in football. So it's like, you can't even tell what fucking team it is. It's just a pink fucking jersey. They're all pink with a number on it. It just doesn't matter. Uh, and then the other thing that they're really good at marketing wise is they brought in a whole new demographic to football with fantasy sports. Because as soon as you say fantasy, you're bringing in like the whole like fucking Dungeons and Dragons fucking demographic. <laughs> like the kids that were getting beat up and hung in lockers by their underwear, like by the, they're cheering for the same dudes right now. And it's really, it's fucking bizarre. I just want to like hand them a copy of Revenge of the Nerds. Just like, watch this shit. You're a fucking tri-lamb. These guys are alpha betas. It's just, <laughs> anyway. Um, everybody has a lot of uh, shitty date stories and I have a little shitty date story that I'd like to share. Um, I went out on a date, and I don't have a car, so I had to borrow a car from a friend, and the car I borrowed was an electric car. It was a Nissan Leaf. Um, the reason why the state was shitty, because it's starting out shitty. I'm showing up at this girl's house in a Nissan Leaf, so right away, I'm suggesting to her that I might be bisexual. <laughs> or just completely gay and in denial. So, uh, you know, electric car. And uh, it's just, you know, and the electric cars have limited mileage on them. So it's like right away you're just limited, like spontaneity's out the fucking window, pretty much, you know? And it's just even weird that you have to like keep in mind about like the miles you have to get back home and shit. So she's like, let's go over to East Bay. And I'm like, it's too far. We can't, can't do it. We gotta stop at Whole Foods and charge up for an hour and a half. And then we can head over and play mini golf in fucking Berkeley. I, you know, it's just, it's terrible. Uh, and to make matters worse, uh, you know, I'm like self-conscious about this electric car that I'm driving and then the girl gets in the car and she's like, oh my God, I've never been in an electric car before. I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. 
She's like, like, what's the gas mileage on this thing? <laughs> and, and then she, and she caught herself, and she was like, oh, God. But I was still like, oh, my God. Like, at least now I don't have to worry at all about what this girl's thinking, because she apparently cannot really fucking think at all. So that's, she's telling save, save me. Uh, but then at the end of the date, you know, she was, uh, she was into me, so she invited me back up into her place. And uh, total rookie move, I, I didn't have a condom on me. And we started making out. And I told her, I was like, oh my God, I don't have a condom. And she goes, that's fine, you can totally come inside of me. And I was like, like you think that's the answer you want to hear, but it's totally not the answer. So I was like, I just got the best thing. I was like, are you like on the pill? And she's like, no, I just found out I was pregnant. It's like the same thing. That's not the same thing at all. I just want to point out right now, having a baby in your belly or taking a pill so there's no baby in your belly. It's like two totally different fucking things. So uh, thanks, you guys, for listening. Bodie Lane with a surprising story. It didn't think she'd be pregnant at the end. Was not expecting that. Well, I I came inside of her because that's what she she wanted. Nobody's expecting it, least of all. She might be pregnant now. (laughs) No, just kidding. Uh, I really liked uh, your joke about electric cars, but maybe instead of uh, East Bay, you could make it something even like... Like, you could exaggerate it. Like, now I can only go to Target or something, like, or I'll run out of gas. Like, something closer. Right, like, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, with the dumb girl, you could be like, she said, she asked what the gas mileage is, and I, at that moment, I realized I might be able to fuck her, or like, something like that. Right. <laughs> and then, at the end, you could be like, like, you think that's what you want to hear when she tells you you could come inside of me, but if you're dumb enough to say that, then I definitely don't want a baby with you, or something, something, yeah. clo- something to shorten that, yeah. I would do a call back at the end and like well, when you're having sex with her say something like it's 48 miles 48 miles again. it's 48 <laughs> like call back to the, I, I answer her question way later what, what color was your Nissan Leaf? Uh, it's gray gray Nissan Leaf well I mean if you're gonna make questions about it it should be something like powder blue because nobody's gonna fucking know what color it was but it could be something really like just like neon fucking pink just make it something outlandish <laughs> Or, or green. They, they actually only come in the color green because they're the leaf. Call it, call it salmon because everybody knows that's code for pink. Salmon. Uh, I was going to say on the NFL joke, uh, the one where it's like uh, they're great at marketing, you talk about them having pink uh, jerseys, but you don't say anything about how if they, they don't feel guilty anymore because they supported breast cancer or whatever. Right, and you talk about how, like, what, how the fuck does that support breast cancer research or anything like that? But why don't you get the crowd Absolutely fired up like, with like specific stuff like, like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. really in some names and some, some controversies yeah. and, and like then. Oh yeah, get... I could be like like I thought I knew about football, and now all of a sudden the guy next to me who's like I used to like fucking get give wedgies to like knows more about football than yeah. I do yeah. or something like that. Like, or when he's correcting me on fucking stats and shit or whatever. Like or when you're talking about nerds playing fantasy football like the D and D crowd, like just say like you know like I tried to have help have one help me build a team, but he brought on two orcs and a unicorn, some <laughs> bullshit like that. 
Or and, and, at the end, at the end, I could have the chick be like, you know, then all of a sudden at the end of the day, she was like, I have to go. I have to watch the football tonight. My fantasy team is like kicking ass right now. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. funny. That's really funny. That's Thank you guys. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Uh, our next comedian up is a, a funny man. He uh, comes every week to the clubhouse and also is a regular here on Mondays. Hey, everybody, clap wildly. It's Tommy McGuire. She said clap wildly. <laughs> My biggest fan, Pam. Thank you. Oh, man. <clears throat> so I'm a big f- fan of like, conspiracy theories. Anyone else? Yeah. It's awesome. Like, even 9-11 conspiracy theories. And I'm from New York. I lost people. It's fucked. But I'm still not sure jet fuel can melt steel beams. I'm not convinced because I'm not a fucking scientist. But people who say they are blog about it. (laughs) Moving on to the premise. Uh, I'm starting a conspiracy theory because I believe it to be true. And I believe that Whole Foods employs fine-ass, yoga-going, Pilates-going-ass black women to just shop around and make eye contact with me. Like just long enough where I'm like, wait, I think this, does she like, like me maybe, maybe? So I'm going back every week to pay way too much money for a piece of steak. And to organic and whatever, but I'm back because I just like, oh, that Aisha chick. Mm. But I don't know, I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I love, I, I date black women. Not exclusively, but I try to and like a couple reasons, man. Like number one, number one reason why I, black, I date black women it's pretty easy, right? Well, well, they're not white women. They're not white women. Sorry. The vowels got fucked up there. <laughs> That's like, you know, anyone who's not white woman, it's, it's up. But, uh, <laughs> but two, because I've been in a lot of uh, interracial relationships, and it's, it's great, man, especially because, like, dress like I'm dressed and how I act, like I act, like a lot of, like, black people, look at me like my uncle looks at black people. <laughs> and it's not, which, isn't, which isn't good. So I carry around a picture of me and my girl, or my bae, you know. <laughs> not, not young enough crowd to get that one. And just like, ha ha, and they're just like, you know, well either matter or they're like, all right, and I get like a fist pound and I try to, you know. But, uh, <clears throat> forgot the rest. But yeah, man, I just, they are not black. All right, moving on. Uh, I was walking down Valencia the other day. Nice. It was a true story. Saw this happy, fucking wealthy couple walking her fucking little yuppie spawn of a child. <laughs> and he had a t-shirt on that said, Epic Fail. Like, I get the reference, but that's fucking genius. <laughs> I just went right up to the dad and I was just like, yeah, man. Because I know he bought it for him. And the kid was like, yeah! And the mom's like, I don't get it. And he's like, don't worry, Tommy will, and I'll get a high five. Because, you know, I should have worn that shirt for fucking the first 12 years of my life. <laughs> well, okay, 35 years of my life. I'm pretty epically failing. Um, anyone have their medical marijuana ID card? Nice, nice. Uh, was it court appointed? <laughs> I'm not saying that because he's a black guy here. Uh, I'm saying that because like my probation officer really suggested that I need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, 
Usually people go in and go to the doctor and they're real nervous. Like, I have to make some shit up because I just want to fucking get high. I don't have any real anxiety or whatever. But, like, after, like, my third assault charge on these fucking tech bros that get dropped off on a Google bus outside of my house, well, my probation officer came up with a fucking perfect solution. Yep, need a tag for that, huh? This is an angry... Oh, yeah, thank you. I've been waiting for that fucking goddamn clown car horn. Uh... I thought I was going to have a good three minutes on the black woman thing, and that was 30 seconds. <laughs> but uh, welcome to my life. Uh, yeah, there's nothing there. All right, I'm going to end it right there, because that's the best you don't. Yeah, yeah. thank you, guys. Sorry. Tommy McGuire. People will be on the panel. Yay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so when you, uh, when you ask, like, who has a marijuana card in the audience, yeah. like, you know, like, you can bring that up, and then, like, if someone raises their hand, just be like, Oh, so um, so I'm gonna talk to you after the show, like something yeah. like that. Well, but my joke's inferring that I have. Actually, what I meant to say was I don't need one because like my roommate grows weed and I don't whatever. But like my probation officer, right? I, 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 I fucking have all these. Like when I write it down there, I write it perfectly verbatim, and then I th- I can't say it verbatim, and I'm just right, like and, and weed and yeah. So uh, well, that's why you're here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But dude, no, the Whole Foods, the, the, that's awesome. That's a great yeah, joke. Because well, the, the, like, you could make a reference to like fucking like clubs in Vegas hiring sh- hot chicks to come in and yeah, dance yeah, with yeah, dudes. Or, or like, tech, you know what tech I mean? companies, because uh, yeah. I've worked at tech parties and yeah. there's women that are just, there's like only, there's like five of them there. They hire women like, to come to parties yeah. to make it look like, yeah, a bunch there's of there's chicks got hot women to come to their party. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's yeah. the same concept in Whole Foods. It just I'm, I'm happy with that premise. I got I need to flesh it out and work on it and all that, but that's a new one. And yeah. I don't know. I think it's pretty solid. I think just being more on point with the delivery of it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I gotta I gotta find a good capper for it. Oh motherfucker, that's what I didn't do. I was gonna I have a conversation with my ex girlfriend I was about anyways, but yeah. I like uh the interracial thing. Yeah. You could be like I love interracial dating because I'm the white one or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah totally actually that's yeah. good. That's totally yeah. good. That's, that's the best part about interracial dating is I'm the white part. Yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we get pulled over and like it's all right. Chill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, hold this. Uh, I only had... Uh, keep your hands up. I had one comment, which was the Whole Foods. Give, the, uh, give those women that they plant names. Uh, I, I initially wrote down booty spies or undercover asses. Okay. But yeah, okay. Yeah, I think like like Aisha, but yeah. They're, they're there covertly just to... to yeah, I'm writing that one down. Reel so. you in. Yeah. All right, keep your hands going, everybody. Tommy McGuire, yay! Thank you. All right, here we go, burning through the list. Our next comedian uh, has a show the first Wednesday, second Wednesday of the month here at Mutiny Radio. It was great last week and uh, super fun. Can't wait to see what happens next month, and you get to listen to him right now. It's Bo Troxclair, yay! What's up, guys? Uh, so yeah, I have a whole bunch of just like half-baked premises uh, that I'm just going to go through and we're going to see what we can come up with here at the workshop. First is uh, buying alcohol post-21 is not that fun unless you get really stoned beforehand. I love doing it. I'm, I'm like old enough to buy alcohol, but I get really blazed and walk into the store and then I check out and I feel like I got away with something, you know, because... <laughs> I know I'm doing a sh- something I shouldn't, but I'm not, I can't really remember what it is, and I think maybe I'm buying alcohol under 21. <laughs> Brings me back. Uh, 
A pretty white woman uh, on the news telling you not to sell off all your liquid assets is the first sign that you absolutely should. Um, that's, just, that's just financial advice, guys. If you ever see a white woman on the news and she's like, everything's gonna be fine. Everything's not gonna be fine. Sell it all now, get you, get you some gold. That'll stick. Um, I was walk, watching commercials the other day on Hulu and I saw this one commercial for my, my Breitra? My Breitra, which was, it was a commercial where a woman is being led around by a giant cartoon colon, or sorry, a giant cartoon bladder. Because she has infrequent, or she has frequent urinations, and so it's like that uh, cigarette commercial, you know, where the, like, bladder's leading her to the, to the, the bathroom, like, every time she has to go, and the question's like, do you have frequent, you know, urination? Uh, well, my breacher can help you with that, and I was like, I think the problem is not with frequent urination, but the fact that she thinks that there's a giant bladder leading her around. <laughs> that was rendered comically, like... I think you need to be on some Zyprexa, all right? You need some antipsychotics in your life. Oh, yeah, it's like... She, at one point, it drags her away, and they're like, she's like, oh, God, now? And I'm like, who are you talking to, Barbara? <laughs> okay. Um, I sound like a stoned youth pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I, you guys have heard me tell that I might be Jesus joke, right? The, like, I might be the Messiah. Uh, so I, want, I wrote a bit at the end of that, but it's too long. I don't want to go through the whole joke. So I get through the uh, I might be Jesus uh, one. I do, you know, fucking lamb shank. And then uh, I actually, I, I don't think I'm the, I don't think I'm the Messiah. I actually think that I'm just a bartender right now. But it was a little ironic because the other day I was serving the Eight Bridges Salvation as a beer. People kept up coming up and asking for it. They're like, oh, yes, here's your salvation. We ran out eventually. I was like, no more salvation for anyone. It's funny because that same day we had the uh, Faction IPA Bad Touch. Yeah, and the people who liked the salvation didn't like the Bad Touch. And the people who liked the Bad Touch didn't like that I called them child molesters. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. Uh, so I've been working on this bit for like six months now, and it's about uh, the Washington Redskins. Um, I think that we should change the name of the Washington Redskins, um, and the way I've been telling it is that I think we should make it less racist, but I think the way I should be telling it is we should make it more racist. Um, because, I mean, wouldn't that be better? And we could name it after something American, right? Like, what's more American than the locomotive industry, you know? Good old trains, manifest destiny. We could just call them the Washington engines. And... <laughs> You could have a nice little mascot on there, you know, Engine Joe. He's always drunk behind the wheel. I had a woman come up to me after a show the other day and she told me that's racist and that she was offended by that joke. And she was like, you'd never tell that joke if you were, t uh, if you were using the N-word. I'm like, yeah, of course not. Because, not because I'm afraid of the N-word, but because nigger doesn't mean train. <laughs> Okay, yeah, all right, we can do an applause break for that one. <laughs> it's silly, it's super racist. It's like really racist. And I feel bad every time I tell it. Um, okay, last one is real quick. Um, I think Batman sucks because he represents American foreign policy. He's okay with torturing people, listening in on their phone calls as long as he catches the terrorist, right? Like I always wonder how these supervillain corporations stay in business despite all the negative press. Like how does LexCorp stay in business 
despite all the negative press they're getting from all these very public battles with Superman that their CEO regularly engages in. Uh, and then, joke about Bush. Okay, anyway, but yeah, that's my time. Thank you guys very much. What's your Bush joke? Do it anyway. I want to know what your Bush joke is. I, I don't know how it ends yet. You don't I mean, know how it ends it's, yet? Yeah, it's half, even less than a half-baked premise. Okay. Yay, Book Trucks there. Yay! Uh, here is the panel. You said that you sound like a stoned youth pastor. You also dress like one. I like that reference. You do look like a pastor to me. (laughs) You could be, yeah. So going for it. Uh, My only thing, uh, as far like, I wrote it down halfway through the joke with the Washington Redskins. Uh, Because it's actually, that's really good. I mean, you you work on it or whatever, tighten it up, but... uh, I was gonna say like uh, maybe you know savages, the Washington savages. Could it still racist? Because that's what we call the Native Americans. Uh, but it's like a way to keep keep the racism in the name, but sounding. But it's savages is a great football name, right? You don't want him to use the N word on stage as a white guy. What did that mean? Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. No fuck that, because you're using the fucking joke and it's beautiful. Fuck that. You're not okay. sa- call, you're not calling I, anyone a hard R. I am. You're fucking using that word. It's a fucking word and. You know, you just stare ahead and point to him. I am 100% on board with him. The the joke is great as it stands. There's nothing malicious about the content in which you're using that. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be scared of fucking San Francisco. Yeah, but at the same time, don't take the advice of a wigger. I mean... Careful with that. But also just like just slow it down a couple of notches, and we can only absorb so many words um, so quickly. Yeah, pronounce it nigga. I think your I think your material is fucking great, man. I think you have some really really great material. I think that that first joke about the under like it's definitely like a relatable joke to people that are obviously you know uh, of your age, and also. You might even be able to take that a little bit further at some point and just be like, dude, what's going to happen in my 30s? Am I going to have to like put fucking pregnancy tests and lube on the counter with my beer purchases and shit just so I could feel a little bit weird about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah just get the edge. Like I had to put a pregnancy test up there the other day just to make sure I felt cool like weird about it. Uh, I like the Native American, the Redskins joke. So I think there's one point where you said like you, it, it's not that racist or something. Is that a point in the joke? Someone said that's racist. You're like, that's yeah, that, not racist. You could be like, that's yeah, not racist. Okay. You could be like, that's not racist. It'd be racist. I was like, ah, skins or something like that. You just like, I don't know. Well, Maybe so, you want to change it. So that, that was the point. Like I, I had started, I started writing that joke as we should make it less racist. Mm-hmm. And that I just didn't know that engines was a racial pejorative towards native American people. But I think people never believed that I didn't know that. And so I think I have to go the other way, which is make it more racist. What if, what if Engine Joe was black? Or uh, what if Engine Joe was black? But Engine Joe is a real character, isn't he from, isn't he in a book or something, Engine Joe? Isn't that like a stereotypical, like, I mean, if you want to make it more racist, you can make him get, get, get him in a drunk drive. No, you already say that. You say you don't can't be drunk. Always drunk behind the wheel of the train. You already did. You already did that. That's very, I, I got all your racism. I liked all of it. I mean, I don't like it, but I think that it's, it worked and it's funny and it's, you, you already look like a youth pastor. You look like he's a Jesus guy. So it's not. It's we not we're not afraid of you, you know. We're not afraid of your racism. Does that make sense? Am I even more racist? I don't know. I can't tell anymore. 
It sounds like Pam appreciated your racism. I did. I really liked your joke. I like your joke. Racism for purpose. All right. Yay, both drugs clear. Yay. It's a very sticky thing. I had a I had a friend at the at the bar on Saturday night, basically just get all freaked out of me. She's like, "You're the biggest racist I know," and blah blah. And I'm like, "I really don't feel like I'm a racist." I mean, I, I. I she was white too, so I was very confused. Uh, but she was calling me out. And I'm like, I don't think I'm a racist, but I still, I think, I think that Injun Joe joke is funny. Uh, hey, your next comedian coming up to the stage uh, is. Uh, funny guy. See, I was gonna, I was gonna mention the color of his skin, but that would be racist, wouldn't it? Uh, put your hands together, everybody. It's Ed Ant. Hi, everybody. I've been told I need to mention my voice. Apparently, it's epic. I don't know. I've never seen it. Bad joke. Time to go into written material, people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I had only one wish, I wish that every time I got money from a woman, they'd have an orgasm. What if you found a legitimate time traveler, but they only went back in time to fuck with you? You know, like if I had a time machine, and I was from the future, I'd find the next closest person in evilness to Hitler, and I'd just fuck with them. You know, all day long. Just pull their chair out, you know, doing stupid shit, like, uh, I don't know, filling their car with mayonnaise. Fun shit like that. Not funny. All right. So... I'm gonna go ahead and go into stuff that I have memorized because let's let's face it, this is a joke workshop and we need to polish these turds of mine. Alright. So the other day I got a call from some debt collectors. Terrible time. You know, they're always asking for money, always trying to get as much as they can out of you, you know, trying to siphon every last drop of blood you got. So, what do I, all right, I, yeah, nobody's looking at me except for the one lady, and Sanch, thank you. Thank you so much. Eye contact, you're the man. All right. I'm a little flustered. All right, back to the joke at hand. So I get these calls from debt collectors, and they want money. Money that I don't have because I don't have a job. And I don't have a job because I'm a professional bum for tax reasons. Now, they keep calling even though I don't have any money. And, you know, it's super, it's super annoying. But I don't have a segue. So let's talk about jerking off, people. Yeah, it's always fun. When you have your little video on, nobody making eye contact with you. Thank you all so much. Get into your... So the other day I was jerking off, watching a video, getting to my favorite part, you know, the best part of all. And then I get a call. Now, I'm an idiot, so I answered the phone. Now, when I answered the phone, 
I get a barrage of questions like, when am I going to get my money? Blah, blah, blah. And all this bad stuff that I don't want to pay attention to. So what do I do? Do I hang up rudely? No. I'm a polite man. So what I do is I try to get them involved. I ask them, what you wearing? Is it tight? Long story short, my mom hasn't stopped calling me since. (laughs) You heard the bell, or the horn, people. So that means one thing, and one thing only. It's time for an ad. Yes, people. This coming first Wednesday of the month, here at Mutiny, I'm going to host a show. The Mutiny Edition of the Just Me and Chicks podcast. That's right, people. Your favorite website has now got a show. Yeah. This is important news, Leo. Just Me and Chicks is hiring people. Yeah, they're looking for people. I shouldn't say hiring. We don't have any money. We're a very poor corporation. But we are looking for people. Writers, correspondents, and of course, brand ambassadors. Thank you for the time, Pam. Brand ambassador Ed Ant. Oh, I wish you would have never done that joke that they told you before we were supposed to open with. I just I just got back from the work and the work was the your voice is the for the movie guy. Remember that? We all told you you should do a thing like yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I messed that one up. No, 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 it's fine. It's just, it would be, it's, it's it, your voice again. We keep asking you to use your voice. And you did at the end, and then it started working. But, um, you know, use what you got. Uh, as people on the panel, yay. Um, so, like, um, I, I get this problem a lot. Like, I go to the brainwash with you, and we're always, you know, bum last on the list. Uh, yep. When you're telling your jokes, own them. It doesn't matter how many people are paying attention. Like, don't, don't make reference... To like, you know, like, oh, I'm not getting any any attention. Don't just, talk about the people with their heads down. Right, yeah, no, just own up to it. Like, just, uh, just like, own the material. Own own that you know your stuff and know that you're going through it and that you have it, have it down. Yeah, I think when that happens, just try to tell a joke that you know works so that people laugh and then everyone who's not paying attention starts paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Um, when it comes to like that whole joke about how I haven't seen it with your with your voice and everything, um, either like ham it up, like really ham it up, like you know, like I was having a conversation with this guy the other day and he was telling me what a wonderful voice I have and you know, and like really ham it up and like draw it out a bit and then just be like, well, I haven't fucking seen it. So you know, like because you're gonna try and like bait it out with a really, I, I think I because I don't think there's a way to yeah. make it to where it's not like a kind of like a a funnily disappointing punchline. It's more of a pun and admittedly I fucked it up. It's supposed to be I can't see it. Right. But yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is like, you know, like play it up. Just like, like own that you have a a punchline that's really kind of like a pun and it's just kind of really like, you know, like make it sound like it's going to be very amazing and then hit them with the really disappointing and that can be funny and interesting. So treat it like it's more impressive than a pun. Yes. You could be like, uh, you notice my impressive voice. After the show, I'll be taking sign-ups for Cunnilingus or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. I don't know. You just try to make as many, just try to milk it as much as possible at the beginning and get them on your side. Yeah. Any other suggestions from the other people in the room? No? No? All right. Fine. I'll just ignore you then. (laughs) 
All right, put your hands together, everybody. It's Ed and Yay! All right, our next comedian. Uh, it's great every time he's here. He, uh, I can't wait to meet your, your kid someday. You'll have to bring him in and make him do jokes with you. It'll be funny. Yeah. He, won't, he won't know we're making fun of him, but we'll be... I'm a nanny. I like kids. Uh, hey, you guys, clap it up for your next comedian. It's Justin Cram. Thank you. Thank you. I actually have another kid on the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. You need a nanny? I might. I might. I'm unemployed, so I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> I'm like a unintentional Manny. Huh. I, um, I'm pretty excited, though, because the due date of when the baby's going to arrive, this baby boy, is the same day as the date of the iPhone when huh. it's going to arrive. So I don't know if I'm more excited about the new version of the iPhone or the new version of myself. <laughs> this, uh, this new version of myself has a, has a feature a new alarm clock that'll just wake me up sporadically throughout the night. And the best thing about it is actually when it arrives, I get to tear off the, the little strip of paper and open it up. It's sort of like, it's even to me more, more special than, than cutting the cord. A lot less bloody than the actual unboxing process of the baby, so. It's pretty cool. Uh, the real reason I'm having another kid is that um, the only pictures that friends of mine like on Facebook are pictures of my kid. So it's basically like them telling you, like, hey, I like you 36 years ago. <laughs> so I need some new material for people to like and have a new boy. Uh, sometimes I feel like, like having a kid is joining a fraternity that you never wanted to be a part of. I wipe a crapper. The hazing ritual never ends, though. You can never drop out. And the only difference is that instead of getting spanked, you're supposed to do the spanking. So I, uh, I, one, one thing that sucks about being a dad is you're supposed to read to your kid. And these, these books, frankly, between us kind of suck. Uh, one of them is called Where the Wild Things Are. See, if I'm, you like it? If, if I'm going to spend every night reading to my kid, I want some use, something useful out of it, like where daddy's keys are. <laughs> something practical. And one of the worst books, I think, setting a terrible example for kids is The Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar. Basically, the, the point of the book is that if you eat as much as you want, as much brownies, as much pie, as much cake, as much sugar, as much donuts, as much buy right ice cream, you're going to turn into a beautiful butterfly. Well, I think you should turn yourself into the doctor, get yourself a blood sugar test, and then the moral of the story is that you remain a caterpillar, but a healthy, trim one, with a beautiful life ahead of you. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm not a kid's book writer. I think the Spanish language is beautiful. It has a way of taking terrible things and really twisting them into something amazing. Like, we have the word recession. In Spanish, you call it Crisis. In Spanish, the word diabetes is diabetes. Like diabetes is kind of like a sexy girl you want to date, you know. I want to get with diabetes. And the word no in Spanish is no. No doesn't mean no. It means let's see. Back to the, uh, the Spanish thing, uh, in, in Barcelona, I lived there for like four months, they actually have a tradition around the holidays 
where you can put a little statue of a shitting boy in a nativity scene. It's called the Kaganer. And he's taking a shit, and it's often like a popular famous person. And because he's taking a shit, it's supposed to, to, to be fertility. It's like for the new year, you're bringing fertility and growth, and like the Catholic Church is okay with it. And then I thought that was funny, because we have Kaganers all over this city. Uh, we call them homeless people. <laughs> so we must be a really lucky, lucky city. We don't even have to wait for the holidays. I don't know if any of you been to, have been to Barcelona, but the main tourist attraction is called the Sagrada Familia. It's famous because it's not finished. Like the proudest national pride of this country that we all visit is because they didn't finish it. I mean, if that was true, then we could just all take a trip to the, to, to the Bay Bridge. And you can look at this finished Bay Bridge with the rusty bolts and bring the tourists there and see what a terrible job we had. And that's our, that's our city pride. Um, but you know what can we say? It was a crisis. Thank you very much. That was not a crisis. That was, that was Justin Graham. Hey, what do you guys think? Yay. Uh, at the beginning, when you say the iPhone's coming out, is that the iPhone? As the yeah, same day as your baby? Six. So I'll be able to take awesome pictures of myself or something other than your baby. Just something yeah. other than your baby. Okay. Also, for the, at the end, uh, famous for not finished. I'm also, unfortunately, I'm also famous for not finishing or something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. And there's one more. Uh, shoot, uh, you go. You guys go. And then I think of it. So when you're bringing up the hungry, hungry caterpillar, and you have this whole bit about Spanish, and you have this whole bit about diabetes, yeah. bring up that for, bit first, and then when you're going like, and if you ate all that cake and pie and nonsense, you wouldn't be a butterfly, you'd be a really fat caterpillar with diabetes. Yeah, yeah. Like tie yeah, that together. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, at the, I like the thing where you compared being a dad to being in a frat. Uh, I think we could just shorten it a little bit. So instead of being like, it's like uh, hazing or something, it's like having a kid is like pledging for 10 years or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Just like quicker. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. But I liked it. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right. Thanks. There we go. Justin Graham. Yay. <laughs> They're still clapping wildly. So the comic stylings of Justin Cram. Uh, our next comedian, he's been a stalwart all night sitting on the uh, panel, giving everybody really great feedback. Hey, everybody, it's his turn now. Clap wildly for Jason Balmforth. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even know if I was going to make it. Um, okay, so I've got like three new jokes, but uh, I'm going to try one I tried on uh, last week at the Comedy Clubhouse. So who has heard about this Ashley Madison scandal going on? Yeah, so uh, it's taught me that I really, really like to watch Fox News because I was watching Fox News and the Ashley Madison scandal came up and the, and the talking head was lambasting these hackers going, oh man, these are garbage human beings. They're horrible people. They're ruining lives. And all I could think to myself is that man is going through a really nasty divorce. I think someone's name was on the list. Oh, man, that's about all I got for that. Um, so I've, I've recently taken up jogging because I hate all those smug bastards that run up and down the sidewalks thinking they're better than me while I'm smoking my cigarettes. So now I jog while smoking just so I can run faster than these fuckers with a cigarette in my mouth. So I can be like, ha, who's better now, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, mm. 
Plus, I think it's hilarious when someone sees me trying to jog in shorts and a like you know tank top, and I'm sitting there trying to light a cigarette at the fucking light, jogging in place. You ever meet a guy who's really, really, you know, I don't want to say whipped, but I just want to say like submissive to his significant other. You know, like, you know, these people, they answer the phone and they're all like, you know, like, oh, yes, sweetie. Yes, I, I, I will pick up some milk on the way home. You ever wonder if like there are bank robbers like that? Just like some guys committing a massive crime, like put the money in the bag. Oh, shit. Uh, one minute. Yes, sweetie. Yes. Yes, I am in the office. No, um, sit the fuck down. Uh, no, I'm not talking to you, sweetheart, I swear. No, uh, can I put you on hold? No? Uh, can, can you give me a second? I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I gotta talk this out. And you know, the bank teller would probably be a nice, appreciating person, even at gunpoint, and be like, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine, everyone's gonna sit there, be all nice and pleasant, and wait for this guy to talk to his wife while he's robbing the bank. I don't know why I would ever think that, but I mean, I think it would be hilarious to see. You ever, uh, you ever uh, just like sign an internet petition and then look at your inbox a day later and see that you have like 30 billion more to sign? And you're sitting there and you just finally realize to yourself that you just cannot give that much of a crap about everything. You're sitting there like, Black Lives Matter, yeah! You know, like, feminism, sure! We need more skis in Kansas. I know. We need to teach these Apple executives to not Photoshop women to smile. Actually, I don't know if anyone's heard about that, but uh, Twitter was up in a tizzy about that. Some guy Photoshopped a woman and made her smile. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like, God damn it, I try and make women smile, and all I have is whiskey. <laughs> oh, man. You ever just, uh, you know, like, you ever eat an apple in public and just feel like an asshole? I don't know what it is, but whenever I feel like I'm doing something that's good for myself, I always feel like an asshole. But I was down at the farmer's market last week eating an apple. Some homeless guy ran up to me and he was like, ah, you fucking asshole. And all I could think to myself is, yeah, he's probably right. All right, so let me get some feedback now. Yeah. Woo! Jason, ball forth. Yay, feedback. Yay. Don't all line up at once. Here's my feedback. I think you're a jackass. I am. No, maybe just slow down a little bit. I mean, I'm all sorry. Right. I'm going to give the same advice, but like, especially with new material, it's hard because you want to get to the punchline real fast, but you can, I mean, the audience can only absorb so much and you want them to hear and understand you. I got you. So breathe I mean, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like your first joke about the Fox News stuff, but I think we if you cut it down, like always shorter is better, I think. So if you cut it down, it would be it would be better like this guy was talking about how this this guy this dude had his marriage ruined and everything was fucked and I, the whole time I was thinking like god damn it, I hope that guy's you. But like <laughs> something like you just make it quick. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. of Fox News and watching it um, almost like you don't agree with it but you're doing it for entertainment for me it's relatable because I do that yeah. and like you almost like to get angry so whenever you need like your blood pressure to right speak, yeah I, like, I that have could, a joke about that I could tie it in with all that yeah because yeah. I actually heard that a lot of like 30% or something of Democrats watch Fox News 
because they get, but it doesn't work in reverse. So. <laughs> like Republicans don't watch MSNBC. Right, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you. Oh, one more. You could say the bank, you could do a callback, the bank robbers watch Fox News to get psyched or something like that. I, yeah, I can see that. All right, everybody, clap for Jason Bomforth. Yay! Uh, two more comedians left. I might do a couple jokes just because I, I'm doing brainwashing, you know, anyway. Uh, so, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to multitask and doing a really poor job of it. Uh, our next comedian, she's, she's been coming back again and again. It's really exciting every time she's been showing up. Uh, I still don't know how to get her on Facebook because she doesn't seem to have a last name, but that's okay. She's a funny lady. She's a cute little pixie. She's the first lady of the night. I mean, she's the first lady here tonight. She's not a lady of the night. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. It's Trina. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm, uh, I'm 46, and I'm single, and I don't have any kids, which is awesome. But when you're 46, single, and don't have any kids, people will tell you to your face, you should get a cat. Um, so I have a cat, and when people get a dog, they have an excuse to go to the park, meet new people. Now I have an excuse to take more naps. Yeah. Uh, even in the wild, though, cats sleep 20 hours a day, which means that for 19 hours a day, they're basically like, shut the fuck up, I'm trying to get some sleep, could you please? Um, she wants me to get one of those mattresses where you can jump on one side and she can sleep on the other. Um, I, I noticed that the difference between dog people and cat people is that uh, dog pe or cat people can take emotional abuse in a way that dog people cannot. Uh, dogs are looking for a reason to lick you in the face, and my cat's um, looking for a reason to bite me. Um, have you ever caught a dog looking at you? They'll take that as an invitation to lick you in the face. If you catch your cat looking at, at, at them, they'll uh, take that as a, an excuse to diss you in the face. Right, like they do that, that slow look away, like they're embarrassed, like they ever got caught, like looking at you like, oh my God. Right, like. Right? Um, sorry, hold on. I'm still managing. I, I need one of those like TED Talk, like don't have to hold on to the mic. Um, so most dogs, they sit, or a lot, some dogs I hear, sit at the door waiting for their owner to get home. My cat sits at the door waiting for me to leave, <laughs> looking at me like, are you gonna be home all day? Again? <laughs> don't you have a life? Like, you don't have to have a dog to go to the park, bitch. <laughs> so that's my time for today. Thank you so Yay! much. I just. Cats, cats, cats. Trina and her cats. Well, Yay! I'm trying to, I'm trying to conglomerate like, like more than jokes. five minutes. And so some of it's repetitive, I know, but I've got to. No, I don't think cat hey. jokes are ever repetitive. <laughs> I, I love cat jokes. 
like I don't like for example I don't really like the like now that I have a cat I take lots of um naps it's naps, funny is it yeah, yeah. I just wanted to do a call back to later when I say that anyway well, I, I like all the cats because um, when, when you're talking about your cat, like, you know, you take lots of naps, you could be like your cat's teaching you bad habits. So I could see, could see like playing it up, like, you know, like I take lots of naps, shoot some dope, you know, like my cat's just a bad influence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, I like um, it. When you were yeah. talking about your friends saying like you should get a cat, I, I think like if you were saying like cats just started hanging out around my house like they knew it was time. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, something I'll like that. I'll add that, yeah. Thank you. Uh, for when you say that uh, the cat's trying to diss you, you could relate it to a person by saying uh, the cat's treating me like somebody who doesn't want to have a conversation with me but is in the same room, but <laughs> we've had a bad history with one another. Uh, well, I wanted to get to the act out where I do the flip the pretend flip off like I don't know was that not it, it was yeah. a little subtle but it was too subtle I, I thought it was a little, okay. a little too subtle okay but you can talk about it at the same time with the claw that's not even doing a finger it's just a oh, claw right right okay. right just it's a claw that's sort of and you can even say and she puts the claw like up on my cheek or something because <laughs> it's okay. like fucking get out right, of here right. um also, the word "dis" kind of shows your age. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna yes. say it, like maybe even play it up more, because it just—it's just kind of a. I mean, it's, it's kind of an outdated. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've heard anyone say "dis" "dis" since like 1994. What's the, what's the? I don't know what the current thing is. What's the current thing? You. Like got burned or. Burned. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay. My cat's on okay. a slow burn. Right. Farting in my face or something. <laughs> dis. I mean, people still say dis. I like. I like dis. Well, I was trying to do like a lick dis. I kind of, the word, I messed up the words a little bit, but I was trying to mirror the sentences as much as possible. So lick you, dis you. I don't know. I could, I could oh. find another word. Uh, I don't know. It, people can, I, it's just a word, but I just thought it was. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. I like at the beginning you say like you get a cat and then you have a cat and then your whole thing is about cats. So like you, you kind of like buy it. You kind of like accept that. And uh, I think at the beginning when you, they say, oh, you should get a cat, you'd be like, you know how hard it is to fuck cats? Or like something when they say you're single <laughs> and you say you can only scissor them. Like it's a pussy's pussy on pussy or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> my, my, my humor is like pretty perverse, so I don't know. You can see whether that works for you. <laughs> also, uh, when you catch your cat looking at you and you were like... Well, hold on, hold on. It's a lot easier for a woman to fuck a cat than a boy to fuck a cat, right? I have no idea. It's just well, the, well, I've got the barbed well, penises. I'll, ex I'll explain it to you later. But um, when <laughs> I, I like the whole thing when you like when you catch your cat staring at you, like when you catch your dog staring at you, they take it as an invitation to lick your face. And when you take your, when you catch your cat staring at you, and they're just kind of like, Ugh, and it's just kind of like you know, like you catch someone talking shit about you from across the room, they kind of give you that look, like. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, well, me. Yeah. Because you're right. talking about your yeah. cats dissing you and you know yeah. disrespecting and you know being just kind of an all around you know kind of dick. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. yeah, like be like they got caught talking shit like the. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, right. Slam, man. Like, yeah. she's a nice lady. Like, someone tries to play it off like they weren't yeah, talking right. shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's perfect. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Trina, yay! All right, uh, we have a couple more comedians.
left here on the Joke Workshop on MutinyRadio.fm. Our next comedian, I, he's still here, I think. Is Leo Zinger still here? Yeah, he is. I signed you up just because well, you're here. Is that okay? No. Do you want to not do anything? No, no, I, I'll yield my time. He yields his time. To the Republicans. To the Republicans. The Republicans. <laughs> uses that time. Donald Trump 2016. I, I know our next comedian is a big fan. Uh, Donald Trump 2016. Hey, Zach, you want to go up there and do it? He doesn't want to do it either. Mike Spiegelman, you want to set? You want to do set? All right. Hey, everybody, just walked in the door. He's going to be showing Police Academy 6 tonight from 8 to 10. Yeah. It's supposedly the uh, the worst of the be- the best of the. It's I've heard it's a pretty bad movie, uh, but yeah. there's very funny commentary that happens over the top of it. He's gonna be funny right now, everybody. It's Mike Spiegelman, yay! Uh, Hello, captive audience, both here in the room, and uh, uh, if you're listening, can you send a postcard? Can you email? What's the email here, Pam? If someone's actually listening to this, they should send a, an email or a tweet or something. I guess they could. We don't really tweet. I mean, I don't, we're, yeah. I, just just send a note to the station saying, I heard this. You could call <laughs> I think that 415 that, that would give me a purpose. Because then, like, if I see Pam a, a month from now, I could say, and Pam says, oh, someone responded. I'll be like, wow. Right? Because <laughs> this is a nice little vacuum, and if someone hears it and then compels to respond. They say, like, uh, in radio, one phone call equals 20 people. So if you get a call saying that song sucks, that's the opinion of 19 other people. I, 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 uh, I had a long day today. I was really peckish for a uh, potato chip sandwich. And I was over at Civic Center uh, by the Green Burrito, uh, Carl's Jr. And I went there and I said, look, I, I like a, can I just get a potato chip sandwich? And the guy says, the closest thing we got is something called an all-American burger, thick burger. It's a hamburger with hot dog and potato chips. I said, really? A potato chip sandwich with a hot dog and hamburger? That sounds really gratuitous. That's just like, I just came for a potato chip sandwich, you know? I don't need a ham. That's gross. That never happened. I think the last time I've been to that, Carl's Jr. was in the 90s. Where... See, people forget, 90s in San Francisco is all about heroin. And uh, just people forget that, you know? So go ahead and cherish your Nick cartoons or whatever happened 20 years ago. Or talk about how cheap the rent is. But, but just forget the fact that everybody you knew, everyone in contact, was on heroin. So, uh, hey, that's been my time. Thank you guys so much. He had more time. It's okay, no one wants to do time today. It's kind of funny. Uh, any comments from Mike Spiegelman? Everybody, I, I got something oh, about, sweet. about that uh, about that chip burger, that that thing from Carl's Jr. Right, like and it's got the big American flag behind it and everything. Like play it up, like I'm looking for a potato chip sandwich. I'm not looking for like I'm not looking to be the most patriotic I can fucking be today. If I wanted that, I'd enlist. Yeah, or some bullshit like that. Right, yeah, because yeah, I mean, like, it's funny because it's so horribly bad for you. You're looking for a potato chip sandwich, not a. Oh, crap, it was just in my mind. Not. Not malnutrition on a plate. <laughs> Sorry to pile on with the potato chips, but uh, what about saying you were looking for a vegan potato chip sandwich? Oh, without the hot dog hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that's just, that would be implied, but like. Or, 
Or like even running with that, like you could bring it up, like you walked into the Carl's Jr. and you asked for a vegan version of it, and they looked at you like, you, I don't know, like gave you just a look. Because I can imagine the clerks behind that counter, they give me some looks every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I'm gonna use all your suggestions on there. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, fuck the vegans, yay! 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 That was weird. The music didn't come back up. Um, I it Zach Wiseman doesn't want to do a set. No. Really? No. Leo Zinger doesn't want to do a set. There's plenty of time, you guys. I'll do two minutes. Just whatever you want, man. I don't even have to honk you. Hey, everybody! Yay! He's gonna perform for you. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Leo Zinger. I just uh, I just thought of these ideas on the way here, so I'm gonna share them with you. Uh, they're very raw. I love it. Um, so I have I have talking to this friend, and uh, we were talking about crime and punishment, and he had this idea. I think he watched too much like Dexter, and he had this idea we should fucking just uh, you know punish the the uh, whatever the criminals with the crimes they committed. Like, you know, if you kill someone, we kill you, and if you, if you rape someone, we fucking rape you. You know, like, like a gang rape thing in, in jail. But then I, I, I thought it wouldn't work that well. Um, like, so, so like some, some of the things, like if a guy molested people, then we have, like he touched uh, some dicks, you know, maybe kids' dicks. Then we have to fucking touch his dick. Like I, I think he might like it. Those guys might like it if we touch their dicks. I think it's not gonna work well in that situation. I think that should we should uh Yeah, we should suck the dicks of child molesters. Yeah, we that'll show them. That'll show them next time. Don't fucking do it. Because we're all gonna suck suck your dick hard. You never forget that, you know, fucking make sure you don't forget that. Uh, I hate beautiful people because they don't fuck me. And, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just, like, I know why they don't fuck, because they want their genes to be passed on to other beautiful people. Like, you know, people with money, they want to, you know, pass on the same thing. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think we should have uh, fucking rape beautiful people. No, I say, no, we should not do that. Because, because unless they deserve it. Like, that guy fucking, that guy Ted Bundy, he was good looking guy, yet he was a serial killer. And uh, we should rape him for sure. And we did, we fucking, I saw the movie about him being fucking executed and they stuffed a bunch of cotton things in his ass before he died. And that basically raped him hard, and uh, that made me happy. So uh, I uh, <laughs> I was watching Titanic, and uh, I, I hate fucking sappy love. Like, it's not even real, you know? They made up this fucking story about it. And more so, James Cameron actually fucking, you know, went down. Afterwards, he actually went down to explore Titanic. <laughs> Like, fucking, you should do that before you make the movie, okay? <laughs> that would make it more accurate, I think. Fucking, you, what if you find out, for, oh shit, these fucking, there's no steerage, everyone's in the first class, motherfucker, that was all made up, shit. <laughs> 
And also, I like I hate that sappy song like "My Heart Will Go" like a, a Celine Dion song. That is so fake ass because she was saying like it doesn't even make sense because she's saying that like in that uh, like that you know the lady who who got saved was saying right. She's saying that song. I hate her. I know I'm a hater. Uh, you are hater hater. You hate haters. <laughs> so you're no better than me. So anyway, <laughs> I think. Uh, um, like, like okay, the, the way, it doesn't make sense because that fucking lady sings, my heart will go on and on, whatever, you know? But, if, like, like, I'm watching it, it's like, of course your heart will go fucking on because you fucking survived it. <laughs> you fucking lived. Of course you'll go on. That's like bragging about it, you know? Like, your fucking boyfriend died saving you, and you, you brag about you, I'm gonna go on. Yeah, your body survived too. Your heart will go on. Your body will fucking go on too. Because someone saved your ass. So, I think that's lame of her. I think the, instead, like, fucking, um, who's that, um, who's that, the boyfriend? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, but fucking, who's that? Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio freaking should be singing that song, My Heart, because he died. He should be singing My Heart, because his body is fucking gone. He can only, he's only thing that can go on is his heart, you know? So, all right, thank you very much. Leo does anybody have any comments or are you guys all good? I got something. All right. So when you're talking about, you know, crime and punishment, and you're talking about, you know, inflicting the, the, the crime on the guy who did it, and you're talking about molestation, which is a dark topic, but if you're gonna run with it, like just throw in something like, and I'll be damned if I have to invent time travel to go back for this sick fuck, or something like that. Because, I mean, like the whole idea of like, you know, like getting him while he's now, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit with the theme, so you'd have to go back in time to when he was a kid. <laughs> And then do something to after he molested other people with punishment. Right, but what I'm saying is you to in order to make the punishment the same as the crime, you'd have to go back in time. And that seems like a or huge going going a completely different route. You could say, and this is why I'm going to become a molester. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh, I liked uh, that part. Like that <laughs> your whole thing about that. Uh, I think you should, like, it'd be funny if you'd be like, so after a little boy gets his dick sucked, he should have to suck that guy's dick, or like something like that, just makes it like quicker. And then you could be like, so we should make beautiful, so we should make young models drug and rape Cosby. Like, is that should be like their reward for being raped by. (laughs) And then you could do like a Bill Cosby impression, like, can I, can I, wait, can you be asleep too, or something like that? Tell the joke then. All right, I'll, I'm, okay, I'll tell it. I'll tell the fucking joke. Hold on, hold on. And then for fucking, for, for, for for Jack, you could be like, yeah, her, my heart will go on. You know whose heart won't go on? Jack, or something. Yeah. Just like quick. Who's who's Jack? That's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I've never seen the movie. I've actually oh. never seen Titanic. Oh my god. Really? You're the other person in the whole world that never saw me and Trina. 41 and 46, we've never... Thank you. We're we're kindred spirits forever. I've never seen that movie. uh, We should watch it. One MRT3K, we should actually do it and we should be the talkers. I love Titanic. I sincerely love that movie. Do you really? Yeah, it's it's an action romance. It's the best movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. 
All easily. right. Well, we'll I mean, not the best. We'll screen it on a Monday for MRT3K, and it's we'll put Trina in it. Please count me six to see the other seats. All right, his heart will not go on. I, I'm going to, but Jack, Zach, Zach Wiseman's going to do it first. Hey, everybody, clap like crazy for Leo Zinger. Yay, Leo Zinger, yay. Really funny new stuff. I like the little dick-touching little, I think that was funny with the pedophilia. I thought it was a good twist. You should close with the pedophilia and open with Titanic, Leo. That's my advice. <laughs> I liked it today. Always, always uh, dicks. Your yeah. next comedian uh, is a very funny man. I'm so excited that he... He's doing it? I'm, I'm bummed that he didn't show up for Common's Folding Chair today, but I did play one of your old ones with Colin Holtz, and it was very funny. I laughed out loud multiple times. Uh, so, hey, guys. Laugh at him right now. It's Zach Wiseman. Yeah, guys, good to know over a two-hour period I can make someone laugh multiple times. <laughs> it makes me happy. Um, I think we should change uh, common greetings. Like, uh, in, instead of, like, how are you doing, you should just say, uh, how bad could it be? Right, because then you just immediately shame them right off the bat. You're not going to hear any bitching, you know. Nah, how bad could it be? Uh, my mom's dead. Uh, I'm fine, though. I'm fine. It's... Instead of, uh, instead of goodbye, uh, actually this goes for both, uh, hello or goodbye. You just say, uh, go back to your country. Let's go back to your country. I just want to do that to a bunch of white people. That's all, I really, because shame is awesome. Shame is, it's fucking effective, man. I think we just shame people for the wrong things, you know? Like, uh, you know in Japan they have almost no crime? Almost none. You know why? Shame. Sure, their suicide rate is to the roof. That's just because criminals are killing themselves, and that's a fucking win, right? You just gotta shame people for being loud on the bus or fucking whatever. Okay, these are not fully thought out. I'm wearing a pair of Toms, uh, not because I buy them, because I live across the street from Salvation Army, and people just donate stuff in the middle of the night. And then I go through those donations, and I get the best shit. I have like eight pairs of Toms now. Uh, I guess when you buy them, like for every, for every pair of Toms you buy, uh, they're like, hey kid, why don't you make a pair for yourself, huh? You're, they're selling out there. Why do they send shoes to Africa? I don't get it. Why don't they just send money? Just send money. Why do they send shoes? Like you can't eat shoes. You need, sometimes you need money. And it's, if it's because people steal the money, well, people will also steal those shoes. That's a weirdly specific thing you want people to steal and sell for money, Tom. Uh, I don't really get watching sports, like ball sports. Most of the, it's silly. Like I, I get playing sports because doing stuff is fun. But like when you're watching sports, you're like you're not even the dog chasing the ball. You're the dog watching the dog chase the ball, which just seems fucking stupid. Just seems stupid to me. Uh, here's a phrase I don't fully understand. It's like when it, when you're trapped, when you're when you're hamstrung, can't get away. Uh, you're a sitting duck, right? But that doesn't make any sense to me, because ducks sit right before they fly away, or... You know ducks can walk, they can swim, and they can fly. That's the perfect escape vehicle. Sitting ducks should be like, oh man, I just fixed the engine on the tank. We're sitting ducks! Okay. All right, I'm out of here. Yes. Comments, no comments, do you care? 
Zach's like, ah, he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, no, no comments for Zach. No comments. Um, I'm gonna do a couple of jokes just because I'm. I have to force myself tonight. So. Yay me! I have weird energy today, so we'll try to we'll try to work it out. Uh, hey, before I start, uh, you guys can all clap for my boyfriend in the in the back. Uh, he's an amazing human being. He uh, took care of a dead rat issue this morning because, uh, as much as I love cats, I am afraid of mice and dead things. Uh, so it was a really super amazing. And he is—he's like uh, the best boyfriend ever. And I try, I try to be the best girlfriend ever. And I, sometimes, you know, I fall short, but. Uh, the other day, I was trying to be the perfect girlfriend. So uh, I was uh, sucking his cock while he was playing Call of Duty. And uh, I'm trying to be the perfect girlfriend, right? I mean, is that like, is that like, is that what guy, that's, a, that's like a treat, right? But he realized halfway through that like seven minute game uh, that he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. So he had to choose, is it 12 minutes? It's not that long, but it's 12 minutes. He realized he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks, so he had to choose Call of Duty or Call of Booty. Yeah. Which, which yeah. would, I mean, it seems pretty obvious which one you would think he would choose, uh, but he actually chose the first-person shooter game. Yeah, I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. And the only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. It's good. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty vanilla in the bedroom, I gotta admit it, and I was uh, trying to get us to sort of spice things up, and I was like, you know, talk, talk dirty to me, and he's, he was, he was embarrassed, we didn't know what we were doing, it was very, and I said, well, why don't you put on that headset? Because I hear what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. I'm gonna put my gun in your pussy mouth, what does that mean? <laughs> Do that to me! Exciting uh, video game time. It's football season! Right? Is that exciting stuff? Uh, I'm really excited about football season uh, only because uh, I'm a narcissist and I like to have uh, sex during the games because I like to pretend that all the crowds are cheering for me. <laughs> Doing a really good job, I think. And I, I think that the crowds are telling me that, that I'm, I'm, I'm worth it. There's so many of them screaming, defense, defense. Like, I'm, I'm usually the one that's on the defensive. Come on. Uh, so, what, I mean, I'm a nanny. You guys know I'm a nanny. That's exciting stuff. I am a nanny comedian. I am a comedian that happens to take care of people's children for money. And I love it. I love taking care of people's children for money. I love kids. I just, I have, I, I just can't hang out with them unless I'm paid to do it. Uh, people, that guy's mom didn't love him. Uh, so, People ask me all the time, like, why don't you have kids? You love kids so much. And uh, it's, it's pretty easy. It, it, it's what I said, that you, you don't pay me to, to have them. Uh, and also, I really, really love drinking alcohol, like, a lot. And uh, if I, you know, had to have a baby, oh, my God, I'd have to, I'd have to quit drinking. That would be terrible. Uh, but the thing is that I, 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 I love kids, and I just I don't want to have a baby. So the other day when I woke up with terrible, terrible period cramps, just agonizing. I thought I was very excited that I didn't have a baby inside there. Uh, but it, it was actually that the entire Supreme Court is inside my uterus. 
uh, not letting me make any decisions for myself. Because, I mean, although I am almost 41, I mean, I can't, obviously, can't make any decisions for myself. So I'm really glad that they're in there to, to help counsel me. The thing is, if I did, if they, if they revoked the right to abortion, and I, and I did have to have a baby, I mean, it would be so difficult because I'd have to get um, some tools uh, to drill holes in my trunk so the baby could breathe while I'm at the bar, right? Just put a little sleeping bag in there, let it nestle on in there, sleep while I'm still getting my drink on. Uh, at two or three years old, it's going to be on one of those babies on a leash, right? Can't trust it. She's going to run away. She's just a runner. Gone. It's like, I'm too busy. I don't I have it on the leash so the other hand doesn't spill the beer, right? Blah. Running, babies running everywhere. At five years old, still a biter, still biting other kids in kindergarten. Think they'd grow out of that? No, not this baby. Uh, mom doesn't really doesn't really care about this baby. Just letting it run, just willy nilly all over the whole place. At eight years old, I get called into the parent teacher conference, and the teacher says, um, uh, the, "Your child told us that you love alcohol more than it." And I'm like, "That's absolutely right. That's a smart kid. Knows how to listen." Uh, at ten, finally starts smoking the weed. I'm feeling really connected with the kid for a second. Like, all right, we finally have something in common. That's so great. But that was the gateway drug that just took it to the next level. Suddenly, doing ketamine, 13 years old. How is that possible? What is going on? Where is this baby getting the ketamine from? Uh, at 15, starts with the cocaine, tons and tons of acid, just off the rails. Finally, at 17 years old, overdose from a speedball, a lot of cocaine, a lot of heroin together, same time, dead. And the thing is, that's the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. It's a 17-year late-term abortion. I just wanted to kill it in the beginning. And you guys had to make all that taxpayer money. I mean, rehab four times. Really, everybody? Couldn't we have just taken care of that problem 17 years ago when I wanted to not have a baby? Sometimes that joke works, and sometimes it does not. That's why I'm weighing it out. Like, am I going to do that? Tonight, uh, I don't know. Maybe I have to get all manic about it and have the energy. Uh, I will uh, say, say this to you guys. Having sex on top of a baby uh, is not pedophilia. All right? Uh, I'm being a good nanny because uh, you're getting banged from behind. And uh, the baby, making eye contact with the baby, that's good nanny skills. Uh, absolutely. And the baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway. Right? So no, no worries there. Uh, and you know, just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. It makes me a bad nanny. All right, you guys. Those are jokes. I've been Pam Benjamin. Yay. If you guys have any comments for my, uh, my abortion joke sometimes lands like crazy and sometimes it just doesn't. And, and I've been working with the length of it. Like I've made it really short so that it's like under a minute and I just, speedball right through it and then I've also done it where I've like stretched it out for three minutes and just gotten really into this like storytelling vibe so I don't know uh I think for the call of duty thing sucking dick on call of duty you could say cock a duty or something cock -a -duty. just combine it cock -a -duty. if you want duty yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's cute cock -a -duty. Uh, and then you could do this thing where your boyfriend you say like talk dirty to me like you talk to those Korean boys or something you could be like set up a scene with your boyfriend like yeah and what are you gonna do to me oh no that's technical speak or something like oh hey that's cute yeah yeah I need to know do a little yeah. research on the game a little more some more no seriously I actually have to because if I'm gonna use the specifics of it I gotta it's very easy I just ask Jonathan what the game's about <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually have to play I would play that no 
I, it's an old joke. I, I know. It's an old. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Well, it's still a funny joke, though, right? Even though it's a year oh, old, I think it's a funny joke. I, I think when you're going through the list of bad behavior of your child growing up through the abortion phase, like there should be a part where it's like at 14 or something teaches me new sexual positions or something. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah like totally. Now they're it's totally whoring itself out. I try to make sure that I don't use any gender-specific pronouns for it. Right, but like, you know, teaches me new positions, teaches right. me new moves. That's right. awesome. Yeah, no, I didn't even think about it. I just kind of went straight with the drugs. I never thought about the sex, too. Thank you. Maybe some rock, rock maybe some rock and roll in there too. Introduces me to some good new bands, shoegazer stuff or something from the late nineties. If you do go with Sanjay's cockadoody suggestion, that opens the door to a whole world of scatological humor. Well, I mean, I would use it as an extra tag on the end. I would say like call a duty or call a booty and then keep going on and then bring up like cockabooty or something later. But I don't know, I don't know. Cause I mean call of booty is Pretty, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, cockabooty, it's Call of Duty or cockabooty. Cockabooty. Call of Duty or cockabooty instead of Call of Booty because you like I. It's Oh right. Oh cool. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Did you use yeah. a horn at the end? No, I don't. I don't. I try not to bring the harpa horn out of the station, even though it actually is his horn. He yeah, brought it from his house. So. Yeah. In the middle, I liked what you said about being a nanny. You said people like, "Oh, you love kids. Why don't you have any?" It's like I or like how you love kids. How are you a nanny? It's like, hold on, I'm tired. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's uh, all good. It's like. Basically, the joke is that it's oh, it's like you don't even have kids yourself. Why do you nanny? It's like oh, I nanny. I use the money to pay for my abortions. Ah, that's cute. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's or, a, that's cute. Uh, I'm on medical though, but I can lie. <laughs> my abortions are free. <laughs> Thank you, government. Yay. No, it's great. I mean, I love free healthcare. Don't get me wrong. And when you have a when you have a pregnancy scare, it's not usually covered. Um, it usually all the birth control is covered. But then once you are actually pregnant, they don't usually cover that. It's just that I'm poor enough that I. But if you're like a 18 year old girl and you go to get an abortion, it's like 800 bucks or something ridiculous. Yeah, right. It's crazy. And no guy wants to pay for the abortion fees anymore. That's how passe, right? You could always. <laughs> Well, yeah. No, no. I mean, it's, I'm a classist too. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a, I'm more of a classist than a racist myself, also. But <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm joking. I'm joshing you. What's gentrification? What is gentrification? Are you being facetious? Gentrification is when rich people move into like a culturally awesome neighborhood and then take, appropriate the culture for their own whims and then knocks and then kick everybody out who was originally here to like, to perpetuate the culture and then they build big high rises and charge a million dollars and make it so you can't live in your own city. That's kind of. Well, and I, I have a, um, I have, it, I have a joke that's sort of about um, saying it's 
I was I was thinking about doing it in real life, but it's not really a fully formed joke yet or whatever. But it's about um, that. I, when I was pregnant, I was gonna put out a GoFundMe to the Republican Party and say like, I will have this baby if you fund me a million dollars because that's how much it costs to raise a baby from a year, from birth to 18 years and it doesn't really even include college. So I was totally like, I will have this baby if, if the religious right puts their money where their mouth is and gives me a million dollars. No problem, I will have morals and I will, but I think it's moralistically wrong to have a baby when you don't have the financial wherewithal to right. be able to the, uh, Someone with. actually did what you're just talking about. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah, like look it up. I thought like it was Google, original. Yeah, Shit. like Google search it, but um, it was actually like a, a big thing. Wow. Yeah, like they said like, um, give me like $2 million or something or I'm going to have an abortion or something. Like yeah. they were blackmailing the Republicans. That's great. With like, hey, you want to have your morals? Then you better fucking pay for this pay shit. Pay for the morals, right. yeah. So I mean, I mean like, it's... yeah, like I mean like I think if you look up that article you will get a lot of yeah. material from well, that. And that's what the whole, that's what the whole joke is about the 17 year Larry Tim abortion is. Yeah. I would be a shitty mom because I don't want to be a mom. So how many people are out there that are forced to have kids and don't really want them? Like, yeah, that's, that's where, you know, that's why there's crime and unhappy people and children crying on the bus. All right. This was super fun. And thank you guys for letting me uh, be a narcissist at the end. Um, yeah, and everybody stick around uh, for Mutiny, or MRT3K, every second Monday of the month. It is the Police Academy movies with Mike Spiegelman and his uh, crowd of amazing people. So thank you guys once again, and uh, I'll see everybody soon. Yay. Oh, take fruit, please take apples. Take Cunt babies, uh, you are listening to MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Zach Wiseman, host of the horrible show Communist Folding Chairs. Uh, I named it that because fuck you. Uh, this week, we are joined by uh, David, doesn't know how to spell his last name, and uh, Mark Smalls, which uh, anybody can spell that. Even the Chinese. So uh, what we're going to do this week is we're going to watch and make fun of slash dissect uh, stand-up comedy. And definitely not good stand-up comedy because that's fucking arrogant and we're a humble people here. So we're going to watch fucking open mic clips on YouTube and uh, and we're going to fucking laugh at these cunts. So this is going to be really fun, I think. I'm excited. And... Uh, so, uh, introduce yourselves to the fucking internet, guys. Hey, guys, I'm Mark Smalls. I'm David. Not say my last name. Dude, say it. Say it and then spell it. Namior, N A I 
M-Y-A-R. Yeah, but can you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, I can't. It's impossible. It's a made-up last name. Dude, all all last names are made my, up. That's my stage name, actually. All names except for, like, Shoemaker and fucking Baker and shit are made-up names. Well, technically, like, those are made up, too, you know, if you break it down. Hey, if you really want to talk life. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to get down to it. Um, I hate life. I don't really want to talk about it. Schwartz is actually not a made-up last name, though. Uh, why? Or Steinberg. Just the Jewish ones. Those are... Those are all German names, though. Well, you know. Exactly. That's, that's really weird, right? That all the Jewish names are, like, I German names? I never thought about that. They're but all Bergs and Steins. Very accurate. I mean, if you want to talk life. <laughs> that's your thing the whole time? <laughs> um, alright. We are going to... Uh, fucking stupid. First of all, we are going to uh, watch this thing that popped up: how to perform at open mic nights. So we're gonna watch oh, that no. for this one. Oh, because no. it's gonna be fucking horrible. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be I fantastic. Hope he, I hope he like shits on us. Just... Yeah, all the things it. we're doing wrong. It's so great. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is gonna be fantastic. Like, okay, wh- what do you think uh, the tips are? Don't don't bring a list. Don't bring a list. Put the mic stand behind you. Yeah, just uh, dumb basic shit. Yeah, it's I'm be... so scared for this, dude. Because yeah, I feel like I don't, I don't do any of this. I know. No. <laughs> uh, Are you gonna? You think it's cringeworthy? Say, um... A good, good thing the the internet's not working. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's good for uh, internet clip show. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I'll describe everything that everybody's wearing too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I'm just gonna take all those rules and fucking yeah. do them like not not do literally do them on purpose like do, do the opposite, opposite? Yeah, yeah definitely take the mic stand and put it further in front of me yeah distract right? it yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be so punk yeah that's <laughs> such a punk thing to do just bring a <laughs> scroll of jokes yeah just <laughs> your phone all the good stuff how many times do you think you say um in a five minute set yeah just without every, totally every losing people line is just um <laughs> yeah I, ugh, oof <laughs> Fucking uh, Greg um, Greg Gettle at the Brainwash. He was hosting a Brainwash show. And, oh, uh, here we go. Let's talk shit, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what was no, this is actually not shit talking. This is funny. Uh, he he was playing this drinking game where he would take a drink every time somebody said um or like during oh, their set. Oh, and he, he got re- pretty drunk. He yeah. got pretty fucking drunk. He really did that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the wow. whole night, the whole night. Really? Yeah, I gave, I gave him a little reprieve. Okay. Jesus. But then I ended my set with like, 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 um, um, um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Damn. Oh, this is a fantastic. I don't know if I say um in my set. I say I say other things. You could say um, but if you say um after your punchline, that's that's, that's great, dude. That's not good. That's the best thing to do. You know when you you know when you like you're like um I don't know if this is gonna get a laugh. Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Another one I like uh, is uh, so what else do I want to talk about? Uh, I'm like, fucking I'm, shut up, man. Just sit in the one. silence, you pussy. I've, I've done that. What do you so what times. do you guys want to talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, just start fucking asking questions. Yeah, Don't yeah. fucking the God, best. Cunts. The best is uh, uh, I'm I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> um, this, yeah, that's how this, you know. This this is a lot of fun. You're like, oh yeah, good. That's good. good. Yeah. That's your um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Didn't catch that. I I don't mind like ums and likes. Yeah. But with intention you know like i think if you're doing shit up there that you you don't know why you're doing it you probably shouldn't be fucking doing it like i'll use ums as like a good fucking pause yeah, yeah, yeah. or like, like a timing. misdirection thing yeah, you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh yeah, totally it's, fucking it's fair planned, it, it's nothing wrong with it I, so I, did we just give up on that video is that i'm still trying i really want to watch that fucking thing does he have a ponytail it looks like he has a ponytail from here i can't it's a blank screen 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, ponytail. Okay. I, oh. Basically, what the audience is listening to <laughs> is what we're watching right yeah, now. Yeah, just blank screen. Mmm. Only the blankest. I, actually, I think this is the best part of this set, though. It's gonna be how to perform on open. What's the, what's how, the how to perform at open mic nights? What's the description say? All right, I'll read it. Kill yourself. Uh, yeah, dude, that's great. I probably will kill myself on a stage because fucking why not, right? Oh, it's a chick. Oh, she's gonna be an asshole. Oh, this would be awesome. Cause you know how great females are at comedy already, right? Like, oh, burn alert! <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here's the description. What do you expect on an open mic night? It is an amateur night. Here, amateurs get to show what they've got. Open mic nights are places where you get to start your career as a comedian. Starting off. You might want to perform with only a few people watching you and on a small... I think this is going to be a foreign language broad. Uh, okay. Learn more of these at Lisa Correo. As... Yeah, whatever, uh, fuck her. That's crazy that it's a chick, though. I did not expect that. Uh, me either. I thought it was a dude with a ponytail. Yeah, I'm going to be blown away.